the singer, not the song. I'm walking back when I hear it, coming from above. A voice, young girl singing. It's good, it's better than good. You can tell it's that kind of absent-minded singing. This girl's not practising deliberately. It's the sort of singing you do when you're doing something else. Is she washing up? Giving the kids a bath? Wow, set the sexes back 50 years, why don't we? No, no, but come on, she's not underneath a car, is she? No, Jim, it's a block of fucking flats. Anyway, look, she's singing, that's what matters. Bus stop voice, washing up voice, making up voice, earphone, headphone voice, but singing loud enough that it comes down from the third floor to the communal lawn. Quick half a glance up tells me she lives at number 10, but I don't want to be too nosy, you know. Wonder if we've ever seen each other then. Must have walked past on the path. Bit of an awkward neighbour nod. Alright. Who used to live there? It was shitbags, wasn't it? Didn't he die, someone told me. What if it was shitbags all along and he were a choir boy? Underneath that barber jacket and his bag for life? Poor twat. Over the next few days, well, she keeps at it. Maybe she is famous. She works hard enough. It's becoming a problem. Look at it like this. I like dogs, okay? Fluffy balls of impulse. Cute and stupid, but they love you like the poets love. But I don't want a dog around all the time. As much as I like them. I like her singing, just not every bloody evening. There are shift workers in these flats. I don't want to be horrible, so I decide to leave a note on the front door of the flats. To the person singing all the time at number 10, can you give up please? I'm thinking, should I have signed it? Best not. When I arrive home from work the next day, there's a purple post-it at the door. A bit smaller, standing out next to my yellow one. It's impossible to read until I'm point blank with a glass. I didn't mean to annoy, just something I really enjoy doing. Number 11, kiss. Right. Ah, hold on. Eleven. Maybe shitbags is still alive then. How do I respond to this? Oh wait, how do I respond? Mm. Stop doing what you love, I'm trying to kip and wank. Love miserable joyless bastard at number three. No. No. Easy enough. She shouldn't sing so bloody loud, love it or not. That's all well and good, but it's noisy. Can you at least shut your window? Cheers. The next day, there's another note on the door. It's roasting. If you want to buy me an electric fan, by all means. Number 11, kiss. I bloody should. Just for that, I should. Not sure why you're so sarky. Give up the opera. I get home the next day. Can I not just sing in peace without having this up my ass? Thanks. Peace? What does she know about bloody peace? Arse and thanks both in capitals. But it isn't peaceful, is it? Because we're all here and we bloody hate it. I get home the next day. Which one of you bozos dislikes it so much then? Christ. Really? You sing and you sing and you keep this going now? You're a bloody constant woman. Constant as a morning paper. Constant as the snails that sit out on the lawn on the path every night when I walk home from the pub. 
the ones I'm murdering cold goo in my pissed up hopscotch steps. Just a fact of life, staying there. Have I been reasonable enough? I showed a bit of understanding. I left a note, even didn't put my name so I wouldn't, you know, cause embarrassment to her. I do. Anyone else? When I get home the next day, someone's written underneath my note. I second that emotion. I'm looking at the door, about to think of a reply when I start to smell something. I realise what I'm smelling. Bacon. Burning bacon. Coming from her house. So I look up. Singing and burning bacon. She's lots of bottles on a windowsill. Bloody offy up there. Whiskey mainly with the embossed bottles. Catch a look at her Glenfiddich label, half torn. She's an alcoholic. She must be. Makes sense, singing the aggression. This is awkward. I don't want to do this if she's got issues. She might be a bit vulnerable and I'm not a bastard. Have I just to let her sing though? It doesn't really matter, because people start to complain too. It begins to catch on over the next couple of days. Notes appear on the communal door, like spring leaves. A spring rebellion. Drink yourself to death before we go deaf? That singing is making my ears bleed. Please shut up. There's a multicoloured tapestry of complaints. An Elma the Elephant of complaints. It looks like some bloody urban project. So much disgust, and all because I started it. Like a twat I started it. You don't piss with people's heads who are like that. I want to know, Wara. Why couldn't you get her aggression out by knitting or reading or something like that? And here we are, new note. You people are crazy. I thought I was. It's a very wonderful thing you've done, telling me how valued I am. I love singing, as much as life, and apparently as much as I love my fucked up ex-boyfriend. Singing is a shit. Singing can free slaves like me in this stupid block of flats. Singing brightens up the air, and it annoys people, and I love it. Since I stopped drinking and went away from that nut, I am a sad person. But I'm a better person. Singing helps. I will be singing until someone better than you lot tells me to move. That's us told. My God, she's weird. Weird, weird life. I couldn't imagine a life like that. She must be dead lonely. I don't know how she gets up in the morning and keeps up with them tunes. I'd be in my bed or in the pub. I feel sorry for her, but I don't. The singer, not the song. Jay Lawrence, writer, producer, performed as Jim. Alice Rose Murray, performed as Erin. Mike Atkinson, Victoria McNaught, John J. Smith. Background voices, additional material. Do you want to doubt yourself? 
We're wanting doubters on board to write, direct and produce these with us. So how about you? If you're into that noise, reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter. And don't forget to like, comment, share and subscribe because that makes us happy.